intro. Purposely Mimi. Welcome back to Purposely Mimi Season 2. Yep, yep. Ah, you guys, it's the first episode and I'm so, so excited to be back. Um, So last season we dove into a lot of purpose, a lot of talks about purpose. It's Purposely Mimi. That's the point. And our, gener- our uh, conversations, I guess, was it was pretty general uh, around this topic, which I loved. And because I wanted to kind of like explore a bunch of different elements of purpose. Uh, but this season, I want to do something a little different and still definitely with the concept of purpose and meaning. But I want to focus on getting outside of your comfort zone and pushing yourself. These things that um, are scary and we don't really want to do. And ultimately, when we push ourselves out of our comfort zone, we hopefully grow and become better people. And it leads us to a path of purpose. Oh, well, that's what I'm I'm kind of trying to do. Um, so um, without further ado, welcome the one and only Cameron, my partner in crime and in life and our illustrious sound engineer. Oh, man. The introductions get better with every season. That was just... I expect clap. a band next time. Okay, it was just... Did you like the clapping? It I was did, me. I it was did. That's really, good We don't have a whole yeah, audience yeah. of clapping people. Yeah. Um, but Soundtrack. So I've mentioned um, quite a bit, actually, on this podcast that I love to travel. Yay. And um, partly because it's just, I think, for myself... It's just like this non-negotiable thing that is um, really inspiring and fun. And most of all, it's just like this big adventure of just getting to explore the new and unknown things about yourself and other places. It's, it's just like a really great experience. And I'm lucky that Cameron also loves to travel. And it's just like we're very, I think we're pretty compatible in that way. Oh, 100%. Right? I mean, like, we fight and stuff when we go away, but... Who doesn't? Yeah, I think, like, it, that's when you really get to know people. I'm telling you, that is when you get to know people. <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, so we've both been wanting to explore more of Asia, and I was super excited when we chose to travel to Beijing and Seoul, like, literally just a month and a half ago yeah we we yeah, met yeah. Yeah. and um so yeah so today we're gonna dive into our epic asia trip that we just took and really this trip i'm not gonna lie it did push me mentally physically spiritually emotionally no joke because there were just these moments of um just being really physically uncomfortable and it was crazy, but it's, it is crazy what you can accomplish when you push yourself and you kind of, even if you are uncomfortable and feel gross about yourself or whatever is going on and you push yourself out of that comfort zone, you can have the most amazing experience. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Ah, Cameron. I'm ready. You're ready. Let's do okay. it. So first of all, I want to kind of pick your brain just a little bit. Okay. Um, what do you think about the season's theme? Man, this season seem about getting uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm getting uncomfortable just thinking about oh, it. Oh, God. Cameron. Oh. Dad jokes. <laughs> so, okay. So, getting uncomfortable. You're getting uncomfortable about the theme of getting uncomfortable. Yes. Okay. 
just want to make sure. I don't so. want to lie about it. <laughs> so why do you think it's so hard then to push ourselves out of our comfort zones? Because we are creatures of habit. Yeah. We build, no, it's true. We build routine. And mm-hmm. even if it's, you know, going to Asia, I still like to build a routine while I'm there, even, there, even though going there is something new and uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. once you're there, you're like, oh, let's try to find some kind of familiarity, right? So... Yeah. yeah. So no, I mean, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, I feel like it is really, I don't think it's the most ideal thing that most of us are like necessarily signing up for because it hurts. It doesn't feel good. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's icky. So I understand why we don't push ourselves, but um, I know that especially when traveling, it really pushes you even more um, to get uncomfortable, right? So do you think there is that connection between growth and being uncomfortable and finding purpose like do you do you do you see what i'm trying to do with that like with this whole experiment yeah i think i totally get it i mean i think in life we have thresholds and we have benchmarks and i get it so like if my benchmark is zero mm-hmm. and you know you inspire me to do something or I inspire myself to do something out of the box that's uncomfortable i've now raised that benchmark to something different so i think yeah i think they correlate 100 percent growth and being uncomfortable i really do so like kind of elevating yourself to be better 100 percent. yeah um okay cool so i'm glad i'm on the right path <laughs> i guess we'll see <laughs> as we go um so yeah now Beijing, I will have to say, it was overall a great experience. I so think, good. Like, yeah. Uh, I think one of the reasons that we were drawn to it, just because pure, like, earliest civilization, uh, lots of tradition, lots of culture, lots of history, and... Um, which is one of the things that made it so attractive because of like these sites that you can't really get anywhere else in re- like the Great Wall, Forbidden City, all of these things that live there. And I know it's it's interesting just because of what you see in the news and and whatnot. And you want to sometimes go to these places just to kind of experience it for yourself. So yeah, and honestly, it was a great experience overall. And I feel like you thought that too. I would highly recommend it. Yeah, um, but. Physically, I encountered these ridiculous situations um, that really pushed me to my core. So, yes, we were in this, like, very um, historical city that has, like, all of this history and, and, and whatnot. But what do I do on my first day? So, I definitely was challenged. Um, and I did want to just kind of crawl under a blanket, but I, you, I couldn't do that. I had to push myself. So basically, uh, first day in Beijing, um, I want to look cute. Right. And I have, I know where this is going and I have, um, my, uh, straightening iron. And so I'm doing my hair and I'm like, okay, this looks good. And I'm done. And then I'm pulling it off of the, the what's it called? The socket? The plug. Yeah, the so- yeah. yeah. but like, you know how you have to, co- yeah. the converter, the converter. That's what I'm thinking. So because you, you're putting the converter uh, and then the plug. And so like there's that extra thing. And so as I flung it off the wall, my 450 degrees, um, you know, straightening iron fell on my bare foot. Yeah. <laughs> my bare foot. And I, could you not, it sizzled, like sizzled it sizzled it was so crazy and i i was in a bit of shock i kind of just looked at it when it first happened because you're just like what the hell like it was just and i pushed and i uh flung it off of me and i was in immediate 
pain. It like the pain just kind of like I know I heard the scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was in so much pain, and Cameron was just not happy because we had a a full day. We have things (laughs) to do. We don't have time for your foot injury. Uh, And I was just like literally hopping to the bedroom and i was just like oh i burned my foot it kills and so he went got some ice and i was literally just trying to kind of um like just you know just kind of not defrost it (laughs) i was trying to (laughs) like a piece of chicken um i was trying to just kind of like alleviate the pain yeah because it hurts so bad everyone knows painkillers take some ibuprofen yeah yeah mm -hmm, all of that check 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 but the thing is because the burn was pretty bad um and it stayed on like my flesh for a while uh and made some like little bacon like little burnt bacon there uh, I don't know, i'm trying to like compare it to something I'm not very good with my like metaphors or whatever but so yeah so basically i <laughs> i was just like okay you got to get this together you're in beijing we can't you know i can't just like just hang out in the, in this hotel room although it was very comfortable um and cameron you weren't happy no but what did we do 30 minutes i think i yeah. took to kind of like nurse it and it was we, so we, hot we, got, we put a pair of flip-flops on which was not super ideal but um i kind of was just like you know what i can't put on my shoes uh, and, it, and it really did hurt like i was kind of like hopping a little bit on it because it was just it was just it was pretty bad but i thought let's do the flip-flops because putting on shoes is like you need to kind of let it breathe but it was so hot it was like 35 degrees outdoors so that heat of the sun so i would be like walking away like trying to get like shade anyways the (laughs) point of the story is that um i was met with a challenging situation as soon as the trip happened and this is the kind of shit that happens when you go away right like you encounter these situations it It is it, it happens the kind of to shit everybody. That Does, okay. okay, it happens to all people, and and you just have to kind of mentally push through those uncomfortable moments. And so I was just kind of like, okay, whatever. I know that I'm not like physically in that great shape now because of um, you know this kind of uh, minor injury or whatnot. But is that going to stop me from? Uh, climbing the great wall hell no (laughs) exactly right so and we did that day we kind of still went on and we went to um old beijing which is the hutongs and that was such a cool area i would recommend anyone to go and explore it it's obviously free because it's just like a neighborhood it just has like really cool homes and beautiful amazing shops oh yeah amazing shops it's it, it is touristy but i mean it's still i would still say very picturesque it's on all of like the top 10 um things to do um and then yeah the following day we um went to the forbidden city Mm -hmm. that was so cool i really enjoyed it there um one of the things that i found super surprising was how it just was so huge like i knew it was big but it felt like it just never ended. It was just like one little palace and another one, another one. I was just like, ah, it was really huge. Um, what did you think of that? I thought it was great. I yeah. really did. You like look at all the architecture and the structure and all this planning that went into it and the beautiful gardens and all the upkeep. And you're like, you know, this thing has been around for, you know, thousands of years. Yeah. And they've kept it like so pristine. And, uh, you know, it's a real gem. And the entire city 
kind of stems from the Forbidden City, right? So mm-hmm. that is the center of everything. So the subways built around it, all the restaurants, everything. Yeah. It was great. It was honestly, I loved it. And and the fun thing is that if you are in that area, so like for us, anyone that's going to go visit, um, if you're going to do the Forbidden City, then literally the uh, Tiananmen Square is right there. Yeah. And also the National Museum of China is right there. Such a beautifully curated yeah, you loved, museum. Oh, yeah. yeah amazing. That museum. And it was um, free. <laughs> you know, Cameron has this thing because in uh, Toronto, or I, I guess all of Canada, yeah. I'm assuming. I don't know if other provinces, maybe some other provinces have free uh, museums. Only but, on particular days but and most particular places in the times. US, yeah. Yeah, and, you have and, to pay. Yeah, in Canada, it's just like you're paying for a museum. And then the more that we travel, we see that there's so many places where you don't have to pay. Yeah, I know. Uh, to go see. They got it right. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true. Yeah. I think it's just like a, a great perk. Um, but anyway, so basically, if you are going to do a Day of the Forbidden City, there are... And then there's the um, park that's actually across uh, the Jingshan Park. Yeah. Uh, that's literally across the Forbidden City. So This is massive hill. Yeah. That they built with the dirt that they dug up for the moat that went around the Forbidden City. And then they made this massive hill out of it. Yeah. And they built, like, all these beautiful, like, kind of, like, pagodas on top. And it was crazy. We actually ended up going back there because if you're going to do the Forbidden City and then the square and then the museum, um, the National Museum, it's a lot to do do and see so we ended up coming back to the park because we heard such really great things about it so i would still say because it's such a like central part of the city um it's still worth coming back to just to do the park and then doing other things too um just like a little tip or whatever but yeah so um but then uh what was like the big thing obviously you're in beijing you're gonna climb the great wall of china that's like the thing that you do oh yeah yeah and it was such a amazing experience um yeah like we we really i wasn't sure how it was going to be like in you know walking up these steep steps in the hill and whatnot uh and it was super hot and and and, and with was, my foot and it was mating season for centipedes for some reason yeah. <laughs> you were so there amazed. are millions of them it yeah, was crazy you were so amazed by the centipedes yeah they're like uh crawling all over the place yellow black yeah it was, it was really nice yeah it was crazy and it, it was just it was such a like i'm so happy i know it's such a touristy thing to do but i i still think you can't go to beijing and not do that once yeah. it's just like you have to at least go and see it and just appreciate it um but yeah so before we went uh on uh, like our trip cameron was like trying to convince me to do the toboggan down the great wall instead of like the ski lift that's yeah like really slow and boring and you know so yeah so then if you go on youtube you'll see a bunch of videos and he was trying to convince me and i was like no are you crazy i'm not gonna go do this this is crazy um and i after like thinking about it and I, I was just kind of like in this mode that you know what you have to mentally push past like these things because I thought like just in my mind it seemed like such a big scary thing going down the great wall like what's gonna happen like how safe is it am I gonna like fly off the wall I'm not a professional tobogganer I, I like you have all of these <laughs> <laughs> things but it's true professional it's true though and so I so we so I was not into it for actually a quite, while quite some time yeah yeah and and then i i caved in and i'm honestly guys i was so i'm so happy that i did it it was yeah, so fun it's almost as if you had to become uncomfortable i had to get uncomfortable cameron and getting uncomfortable <laughs> led to growth 
Oh, yeah. We got an awesome video out of it. Mimi yeah. flying down the mountain. I mean, and the thing is, if there's a lot of people in the line, it doesn't go that fast. Yeah. It, it's kind of slow down the mountain. But um, no, I thought it was like an amazing, amazing experience. I'm so happy that I, I did it. I would highly recommend to take the toboggan. Uh, toboggan. It's not scary whatsoever. It's pretty slow. Actually, the ski, lift is, actually the ski lift the was ski scary. The ski lift was scarier. <laughs> yeah. Um, and no one really, like, I, I had no idea that the ski lift portion of it would be way scarier. But I highly recommend it to anybody that goes, for sure. Yep. Um, it was definitely a sight to see. Loved every minute of it. It was physically excruciating, but uh, worth every second. So, yeah. And it's funny because these moments where you kind of, you know, you're pushing yourself and whatnot. Um, it reminded me of the time that we did that small climb on Yosemite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in San Francisco. And, and this was just like a few years back. And it was just kind of these, like, I, w- we, I was in such bad shape, too, then. And but I don't think it helped that we had In-N-Out Burger oh, right yeah. before we went up this yeah. track. I was, like, burp- burping pickles, like, yeah. the whole entire who trail. Does that? It was, like, ridiculous. We should have had Freshie or something. Yeah. Jeez, no, we had In-N-Out Burger. So. But I feel like these moments where, when you don't think you can do something and then you actually do it. You feel so much better about yourself and you're like, yeah, man, I did that. Like, that's me. <laughs> and it's true. Right. And and I think like it kind of reminded me of that experience, too, where we thought we were going to fall off the mountain, but we didn't. So <laughs> yay us. <laughs> but yeah, it also made me realize how out of shape I am and how I need to freaking hit the Stairmaster. Like and the balls I have to think I could just kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just climb the Great Wall. Like, that little I thing. Know. Like, it was just, it's ridiculous. Well, we actually thought we were doing the easy path. Yeah. But the path that the other people took had more towers, but it was all downhill. But we went uphill the whole time. Because we like to make things hard on we ourselves. Like to, we like to give ourselves pain. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, so we, we did, like cute little um oh there was that acrobatic uh theater show that we did yeah that was, was really awesome cool explore downtown the food was really good we had lots of good oh, um the dumplings, dumplings. Oh, so good and all the crawfish the, oh, lo- yeah, the, the little crawfish. lobsters the crawfish uh, oh yeah Peking duck so the food was amazing. The efficiency of the city in itself is amazing with the subway um, sore spot because the Toronto subway here is oh no it's boy so no yeah so um, yeah so even the that, taxis that there were great even when they ripped you off it was only like an extra fifty cents so you're like ah it's okay you can rip me off oh <laughs> <laughs> enjoy yeah, your yeah, extra fifty cents yeah, oh yeah oh you mean when uh, okay yeah, yeah. yeah that happens the only thing i will say is obviously it's no secret that um you know you there's you can't be on social media or like there's like obviously a ban on the internet um of like americanized yeah, it's filtered, yeah. it's filtered. Yeah. so that i'm not gonna like that was a very difficult portion of it because we're so connected to our phones but it's also you feel like you, uh, it's like a sense of control. I, I kind of was saying because, like, you were pretty anxious of the fact that you weren't that connected. Um, you know, we kind of. I'm we, in IT. I like my apps. Yeah, you know? and so we were kind of. So we had. You can kind of get around it. There's ways to kind of get around it. Yeah. But it was really difficult. Yeah. I will say it makes that. you uncomfortable. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, it was still worth it and whatnot. It just felt like, oh, you just feel so unconnected because, you know, you can't get on these things. And you can, but it's kind of a workaround. Um, and there's like, you can go online and figure out all ways to kind of, you know. Circumvent. Yeah. yeah. But it's doable, but it's just, it's not the most efficient 
way. Um, but yeah, I mean, aside from that, like, that's the only thing that I found kind of like hard about the trip was just, you know, like the fact that we couldn't really connect um, on the internet. That's all right. Yeah, that was like the worst part. But everything else, made it work. top aces. It was aces. Great. Oh, is, aces. It, is it top, yeah. top notch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it a top aces? Is it a thing? Yeah, no, it is. It is a thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah. So and then, so we did Beijing first. Then we did Seoul, and Korea was so cool. I yeah. I, I loved it. So quick. Um, what is it like? Two hour flight. Yeah, two hour flight. Yeah. And super inexpensive. It was like how, how many hundreds? Well, it's like two hundred bucks a person. It was bucks very Canadian. affordable. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. And and we went. I don't know if I guess it was it's September, but it was kind of like higher season lower season uh, i'm I, not yeah it is higher season i thought it was kind of okay it, sure i don't know well, uh, <laughs> whatever um but it was such a contrast like both places even though relatively closer together i love that we chose like so for anybody that's kind of looking for you know anything to pair up uh in a, that similar area um we found seoul to be like an amazing place to go yeah from Beijing because yeah. of how short the flight was. The shopping was crazy good. Um, the, the food was crazy The food good. culture, honestly, I think it was probably one of the better food experiences that I've had anywhere that I've gone to just because every meal was good. And sometimes, like, you know, there's that tourist trap. Like, you kind of, you, you want to eat like a local, but then you kind of get stuck in these places yeah. and you know that they're kind of tourist traps but um and the food was just like whatever but no, not one bad experience yeah it the was coffee awesome. culture oh yeah you come out of the subway stop and there's like literally 20 coffee shops it's yeah. crazy the style was really cool um I like looking at like what everyone was wearing and yeah. into it's obviously k-pop central so that was <laughs> definitely lots of billboards about all that. the different boroughs that we um, went to you yeah know, the different neighborhoods and they all had like a unique feature to them it was it was crazy. Yeah. And then just like, just more, we were saying how it just technology wise, more advanced for sure uh, than Toronto. But yeah, so we did, you know, the usual, like we, I, I don't like to do too many museums. Like we just did one museum um, in Seoul, but like a big museum, the National Korea Museum, which was fun. But I think one of my favorite things was just the markets. We, Num the Num Market. Yeah. So amazing. The food, like the vendors so fun the buzz just the buzz around it you yeah know? It was... cameron you were so obsessed with the dumplings there too yeah they had these nice ladies selling dumplings that we went back twice mm-hmm. yeah we even went out of our way and we we're like we have to get those dump i need those dumplings in my life <laughs> yeah well i mean cameron was like in love with the dumplings Okay, I don't know if that's <laughs> but um in other news, I was traumatized once again. <laughs> oh boy. What happened this time? Korean barbecue <laughs> happened. And first of all, of course it was delicious. So um but it doesn't get more delicious actually. And it was another traumatizing experience when once again I had to push myself out of my comfort zone. And here I am cooking Korean barbecue with Cameron, and it was a lovely evening. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I feel this piercing, hot, flaming feeling coming, like, from my eye. And I literally squinched, and I, like, leapt back off my seat, and I ran out of the restaurant. <laughs> it was so dramatic. I was like, ah! Like, I'm like, I wasn't sure what happened. I thought, like, um, a flame came yeah, from like the barbecue. Yeah, like an ember or something. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it hit me. And then I go out, and then, first of all, soju is amazing, <laughs> just as an FYI. <laughs> um, and 
the 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 manager like the restaurant manager like comes out and gives me a bottle of soju to put on my eye and guys you know what happened Cameron what happened I was trying to roast some chilies Mm -hmm. and I put a green chili on the the grill Uh and I didn't like cut a little hole in it so it exploded it exploded in my eye yeah pow I was in so much pain and and then it made sense. I'm like, oh, and I couldn't even like I couldn't open my eye whatsoever. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is like crazy. And out of all places for it to have, you know, gone. And um, Cameron was just like, um, the food was really good, though. Are we going to go back? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was nervous, Cam. Yeah. I was ready to take her to the hospital (laughs) if need be. But uh, yeah, you survived. I did. I did survive. I pushed myself and I survived. And it but it was just like these are the moments where you could just easily just be like, screw this. I've had enough. I'm like putting again. I'm just trying to make Mimi uncomfortable and I succeeded. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You succeeded a little too well. With an exploding pepper. Yeah. So I just basically, um, you know, we just left. Like I, he went back in paid and I was just like, I I have to go back to the room and have more soju and just like relax. But yeah, like that was not the best, but the food, like, I can't deny, like, how good the Korean bar. So was it worth it in the end? I have my yes. eye, so that's all that matters. And But it was just, like, little things like that. And I just it was, I just thought it was hilarious that, you know, I'm, I kept hurting myself on this trip. But, um, yeah, but overall, like, the markets, I just loved the markets in um, Seoul. The nightlife was so much fun. We even um, went karaoke. You have to go karaoke. Got right? to. You got to. Yeah. And um, so Itwan, uh, like the, that area is really, really fun for nightlife. Lots of great restaurants, bars, um, at lots of karaoke uh, <laughs> ventures. And I like to do, do karaoke in Toronto. So obviously I'm going to do it in Korea. Like that's what you do. And so I'm so, so happy that we managed to squeeze that in and we did that on a saturday night it was like lots of fun and like we kind of like went out and i was kind of even feeling kind of gross and here is like um an emotional or i guess i don't know i was kind of feeling oh i don't know if i want to go out i feel like i'm too old to go out and party but then i'm like okay i'm being ridiculous cameron kind of pushed me out of that little moment lol that little lol yeah and and sometimes you you feel that you're just kind of it's not it's just like these physical examples of things going wrong it could just be like your head like you're like just kind of getting to you like your headspace just has to be in that right set of um right set of mind why can i think of like these things your right today? mindset your right mindset yeah know. so yeah so basically i push through that too and i'm just like you know what screw everyone i'm gonna like have some fun and i'm not gonna i'm, I'm in i'm in fucking soul <laughs> like you have to just kind of even if you're feeling a little down or whatnot um i mean if you can like i know it's hard sometimes and sometimes it's okay to stay in those spaces too but hopefully not too long so it helps to have that person to kind of push you right but yeah, so that was, I'm so happy we got to party it up that night. It was it, it fun. Was, it was a lot of fun. And, um, but yeah, so I mean, even Cameron, the fish market, I think was your. Oh, picture this. <laughs> God. <laughs> this mecca of fish mm-hmm. fresh from the ocean. Ooh. Any species you could think of. We got tuna, we got trout, we got lobster. Salmon, 
everything scalps we got shrimp and it's a wholesale market but it's open to the general public yeah and you just go pick whatever you want and you haggle with the people because they see a foreigner and they want to charge you a hundred dollars for fish that you know is only worth 25 bucks not cameron though persistence persistence and yeah so you pick a couple of fish and you take it to the top floors places like four floors i think and there's a bunch of restaurants and then they cook the fish there any which way you want Mm -hmm. so you can do barbecue and you can do stew or you can do sashimi so it's totally up to you and they give you all the sides the rice the kimchi grab a couple beers and it is such an amazing experience you'll never have fresher fish than that you loved it you loved it yeah i i loved it too like i wanted to because i uh did the itinerary for the sole portion of the trip yep and (laughs) oh boy it's a a bitter because we're both different with how we plan like i did the research and like i i read up on like the places that we were going but cameron's very meticulous he likes to have everything kind of planned out i check when the moon phases are happening Mm -hmm, the tide mm -hmm. you know I like to get the feel of it a little bit more. Yeah. So I knew what the options were. And then I just like out of all the options, I kind of put it into the days that yeah. we were there. And I kind of took things out that I didn't think. So I would did more of the like Beijing stuff much. and memes did all the Korea stuff. And it, it was an awesome. Itinerary. Yeah. So you, you loved the I fish loved market. It. So oh, yeah. I would, I would say for anyone who likes fish, it, it's a cool experience just because of like the whole picking it yourself and then going to the restaurant and, you know, having them make it for you. I thought that was kind of neat. Um, but yeah, so, and then we, cause we just want to get so much in and, and that's how we are. And sometimes I think like, oh, I want to relax a little bit more and just kind of like, we enjoyed everything, but it, we were really tired and it wasn't just because of, yeah, like the heat gets to you and all these excursions that you're going out and you're just kind of like from morning to, um, evening. Yep. So it was just kind of like, for goodness sake, there was even chafing involved (laughs) like it was just because of how much we were rubbing our part like our our, next because of the walking there's a lot of walking and the chafing and the heat Uh, and i never that never happens to me it was literally like the second time in my life that i've experienced that so it was very uncomfortable so like it was just but it was still worth it but i just thought it was just funny um like of course just add that to the to the list so yeah um and i mean overall i will say in regards to shops for anyone interested um latte world you have to go to latte world uh latte world you have to do that uh for for seoul and then uh for beijing Walmart. Oh, yeah. So Walmart. Cool. <laughs> like Walmart, but Walmart. The Chinese Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Just as awesome. A, yeah. And because we like to get everything in, in Seoul, we, of course, had to do the Seoul Tower. Like, literally, as we were boarding the plane, like, that day, we had a few hours before we... Um, yeah. So, we, so what did like we do? We dropped morning. our luggage off at the secure yeah. place. It was like 10 bucks mm-hmm. or something, 10, 50 bucks. Said, okay, you watch our stuff. We're going to go jump on that efficient subway. Yep. And we're going to go up to the Namsam Tower or N Seoul Tower. And essentially, it's kind of like... Uh, the CN Tower, you know, and it's up on the on the mountain, and we did that, and that yeah. was awesome. Yeah, it was great. I, I still uh, we would have regretted it. If I think so it. too, because yeah. let's say that we never go back to Seoul. I just kind of I do have that mentality, like let's push, 
like like let's push through this now while you can um so <laughs> even though it was a little bit scary there because like anything could have gone wrong but luckily nothing did so we took that chance and i'm glad so yeah the soul tower definitely do it the view is spectacular it's it's amazing um so yeah so overall amazing amazing trips uh like trip i should say like overall it was it was great 10 out of 10. No, not a 10. Uh, no, because of all the pain. <laughs> I should have definitely... The pain. Okay, anyways, okay. I, I have to think about the score. But what lessons did I learn from this trip? Hmm. What lessons, Cameron? What lessons did you learn? Well, what do you think? Did you learn anything from this trip? Mm. Well, you know what? Guess what? I think... It reminded me that you could overcome any moment. Uh-huh. Yeah. And whether it's physical or emotional or it's mental, I, I honestly feel like moment like these kinds of experiences, um, those are always good reminders that you can push through anything. I feel like I've said the word push like a million times on this first <laughs> podcast. Push yourself. <laughs> um, and it also taught me that I need to get into better shape. Oh, my gosh. Like it was embarrassing. I'm like, I still did everything, but I just felt like man like get it together you know um so i definitely came back with that attitude like okay i gotta hit the gym um this is out of control like get it together but yeah so and i also did one thing that i was definitely aware of is that i need to test myself more because if I, i just don't give myself that credit of what i'm capable of doing um you know because you know, you're kind of presented, like I presented myself in, uh, with this trip. I was presented with these uncomfortable scenarios, but then you kind of, you know, you stumble a little, but then you rise up. And I thought that was cool. Like just testing yourself more can lead to these, oh, ex- like, uh, like come to Jesus moments or no, um, coming of age. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Yeah. So what's the moral of the story? is that I need to climb the Great Wall every few months so that I feel like I'm getting outside my comfort zone. Yeah, with a burn foot, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Recreate this moment every single time. <laughs> or I can just keep doing little things that, you know, push me and lead me to my purpose, just kind of getting out there, putting it all out there. Uh, yeah. So in my regular day-to-day life. Uh, but you guys, we're getting to the end of the first episode. This is crazy. Uh, yay! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I keep wanting to just, like, my natural reaction got, is just I gotta to kind of keep clapping. Cl- yeah, soundtrack, claptrack. Uh, but thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, it's going to be an uncomfortable season. <laughs> okay, yeah, you get what I did there. It's just, okay, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fun. So I'll talk to you soon. So you can connect with me on social media through um, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. That's purposely underscore Mimi. Or just shoot me an email at purposely.mimi at gmail.com.